0: Hi there, I'm so excited that you could join me today. Jesus has a word for us today. It's a grow up word, I'm going to warn you ahead of time. He's calling us to grow up so that we can be ready for him. Let's acknowledge him, Jesus. We thank you and praise you. You're so good to us and you're preparing us to stand before you that day so that we can be that bride without spot or wrinkle. I'm so excited. Thank you. I appreciate your correction even though it's tough sometimes, we appreciate you because we know that you're doing good for us. You're only doing good for us. Love you and praise you and give you all the glory here today. Take over, Lord, just take over. So, he is so good, and the word today is to grow up. You know, he said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. In John fourteen nine in the Amplified Classic Bible, Jesus re- replied, I have been with you for this long a time, and you do not recognize me and know me yet, Philip. Anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say then, show us the Father? And that's what I heard him say to me this morning. Can you say, if you've seen me, you've seen Jesus? He's saying, it is time for us to grow up. You know, when you get born again and you ask Jesus to come and live on the inside of you, and everything's brand new, and you fall in love with him, and it's wonderful. It is. But from there, he wants you to start growing up. He wants you to start living by faith in his kingdom. The kingdom of God is about living in faith because the kingdom of God is within you, and other people can't see, you, see it, and so they see it through you. So when they see you, do they see the Father? Do they see Jesus? That is a question he wants me to challenge you with today. And I'm challenged with that same question. When they see me, do they see the Father? Do we look different than the world? You know, I, I was thinking about um, comparing it just to make it look a little bit more clear to us. When we have a baby and the baby is just born, and the baby has favor after favor after favor, and then you start expecting that baby to grow up, right? You want your child to grow up. You don't want them to be a baby all their life, and that's what God is saying. It's time to grow up, and I need you to show who I am. I need you to show those who are lost who I am. So I'm asking you to come up higher so much of the time because we don't know the Word and we're ignorant of the Word. Instead of growing up, we fall away from the Father. You know, sometimes it seems like when when you do get older and He's expecting more of you, it seems like He's not there and, you know, he, the, the favors that you used to have just seem to have faded away. And it, it's because of our lack of knowledge. Because we live by our feelings, we say, "Oh, I don't hear God anymore; He's gone." And really, He's still there. You know, just like if you own a home and you have something that's broken, if you don't fix it, it's going to keep; it's going to stay broken. And so, as with a father, if we live in broken fellowship with Him, actually, I have a scripture right here: Romans six eleven even so consider yourself as dead to sin and your relationship to a broken but alive to God living in unbroken fellowship with him in Christ Jesus so when when you start separating from him because you're living in sin because you're not growing up because you're not moving into the kingdom because you're you're still doing those things that you were doing when you're little You know, when your kids are little and they do things, you know, that aren't right, they're just funny because they don't know any better, but we know better now, and we know we're supposed to be living a sin-free life, or some of us don't know that because we don't know what the Word of God says. A lot of people think sin is okay, and when we live in sin anyway, even though our heart convicts us, sometimes we still live in sin because it's easier, It's easier to just, you know, say, poor me, you know, I have this situation, and God understands I can't do this, and we have all these excuses, and we're all confused because we don't look at the book of life. I was just thinking about that today. This is the book of life. The word of God is the way we live our life, and when we're conquerors, we're going to be in that book. We're going to be in the book of life, and so we have to be conquerors. We have to overcome sin, and we have Jesus on the inside of us to empower us to do that. Before we had Jesus, we couldn't live a sin-free life, and that's why Jesus came, to help us to live that sin-free life. And we have that conviction in our heart, and if we listen to it, we're not going to live in unbroken fellowship with him because we're going to have his knowledge. We're, we're going to have the, the mind of Christ, as the word of God says. But if we live in unbroken fellowship with him, if we live in broken fellowship with him, um, is what I meant to say, is we're not going to have the mind of Christ, and it's going to seem like he left, and we're going to be living by our feelings instead of by faith. The just shall live by faith. We're to be living by faith. When we live by faith, That means we don't live by our feelings, but we live by the Word of God. And many people don't open up the Word of God, the book of life, the instructions for our life, and so they don't know how to live the Word of God. They don't know how to live in the kingdom. And so it's not that God has left you. Your relationship is broken until you fix it, until you open up the Word of God, until you get on your knees and hear the word. Faith comes by hearing the word. Understanding comes by hearing the word. And we can't live in the kingdom of God ignorantly. And we can't feel sorry for ourselves and think, well, I didn't know and I don't know. And, and you know, poor me. And that's what we do when we're ignorant of knowing that we got a part. Just like you have to fix that le- leaky faucet. If you want it to stop dripping, you got to fix it. If you want to fix your relationship with God. If you, if you want to be right with him, if you want to be ready for him on that day, then you got to fix your relationship. He's not in, in fault. We're in fault. He's never wrong. He's perfect, but we're wrong and we're imperfect and we have to go to him. He's the higher way. So we have to go to him for our instruction. And so that is the word he has today, that we are to imitate him. And I was thinking that it's really easy to do when you hang out with him. I remember growing up, I could always hear my mom in the back of my mind, and I'd catch myself saying what she said, and I'd catch myself doing what she did. And that's the same as what Jesus is saying. He hangs out with the Father, and he only does what the Father tells him to do, and he only says what the Father tells him to say. And um, I was reading all these references to that one verse. And um, he, he said in John 5.30, I can do nothing by myself. I judge only as I hear, and my judgment is just because I don't seek my own will, but the will of him who sent me. When you think about it, if he only says and does and thinks what the Father thinks and does, why are we thinking anything different and thinking we're going to have the same success he had? We're we going to be able to live in the kingdom of God like he did. You know, there's many ways to say it. How are we going to live in the kingdom of God? How are we going to live by his stripes we are healed? How are we going to say what he says and do what he says? if we won't even, I mean, that, I said all that to say, if we won't even do and say what he said, then how are we going to be able to do what he did? How are we going to be able to live in the kingdom of God if we're not willing to be like him? So if you hang out with him, which is my point, you're, you're going to start like, saying and doing what he says and does. When I started hanging out with God, I realized a lot of things my mom said and did were not right. They weren't, I mean, they weren't bad, but they weren't good, like he is good. And they weren't words that could change my life. Well, all our words can change our life, but to to be like him, to live in his kingdom, to change those things to be not as though they were in that good way, we have to say what he said. Think what he thinks. As a man thinks, the word of God says, so is he. So when you start thinking it, you're going to start saying it, you're going to start doing it, and you're going to be living in his kingdom right here on the earth. And then you're not going to wonder why things aren't happening anymore because you grew up and did what he told you to do. Just think if you get in a circumstance where, um, you know, you naturally would just say, well, Um, what is, is, I guess, you know, all this stuff, because you don't even know what you're talking about, which really is how it is. But just think if you said what the Father would say, as when he got out in the dark and he said, let there be light. He didn't say, what am I going to do? Well, I guess I'm going to have to suffer now. Uh, That's just the way it's going to be. He said, let there be light. When Jesus was here and demonstrated the Father, showed us the Father, he said and did what the Father would say and do. Jesus called those things to be not as though they were. He told the storm to stop. But we think we got to go through a storm. And the reason we're going through a storm is just like the disciples were going through the storm is because of fear. They were afraid of the storm. And then some people think God is sending the storm, but think how silly that is. If God is going to send a storm and Jesus stops the storm, isn't that them working against each other? The storms are from the enemy. He's coming to kill, steal, and destroy. He doesn't want you to live by faith, but he wants you to live by how you feel, by sight. So you can only live by faith if you know how, and you're only going to know how if you hang out with Jesus. And so that's the challenge that he's given us today is to, To say what he would say, do what he would do, act how he would act is the bottom line. If you see, you know, we used to have that thing going around, would Jesus do it? What would Jesus do? And that hasn't changed. we got to do what he would do and say what he would say. And then our circumstances are going to change. And if we don't know what he would do or what he would say, then we got to get into the book of life, the word of God, and find out what he would say and what we would do. And besides that, when you ask Jesus to come live on the inside of you, the Holy Spirit is right there telling you what to think and what to do, guiding you, showing you things to come, showing you right from wrong. And if you follow that leading, then you're going to be saying and doing what he would say and do. But if you're going to follow your feelings, then you're going to be saying, I'm sick, I'm broke, I'm depressed, I have an addiction, and because you're depending on yourself you're not depending on him. And so this word he's giving us today is really a huge word and it's going to cover so many areas in our life and at the same time it's going to grow us up to be representatives of his. We're going to have his power and authority flowing through us and we're going to have that confidence to use it and he's coming and he wants to he he doesn't want to come yet. Because we're not ready. He doesn't want to come because we have too many spots, too many wrinkles. We, we're not fulfilling his law. Jesus said, when I come, will I find faith on the earth? Will he find faith on the earth when he comes? Are we going to be the doom and the gloom and living by our feelings and just taking anything the enemy pours on us? The enemy is reigning because we're not taking the reins. He's taking control because we're not. And so Jesus is saying, grow up, be like your father, imitate him. Isn't that what he said? He did. He said to grow up and be like him. Stop laying around thinking you're ready for Jesus because you're not. If we were ready for Jesus, we would all be ready for Jesus and he would be here. I say this everywhere I go. We're not ready for Jesus. And people ask me, are you ready for Jesus? And I say, no, I'm not, because I didn't do everything he told me to do. I didn't grow up. I have excuses why I'm not doing what he told me to do. I don't say and do everything he does. But that is my goal. That is my mission. That is my quest to be like the Father and say what he would say and do what he would do. And that comes from, again, hanging out with him. So start hanging out with him. Find out what the Word of God says. Find out what's in the book of life so you can be in the book of life, so you can be that overcomer. We don't have much time left. We don't know when he's coming. It's not as well that one should perish. But at the same time, he's going to come, and if, if you're not ready for you, to be like a thief in the night. So it starts with asking Jesus to come live on the inside of you. If you never asked him to come live on the inside of you, then you need to do that. Revelation 3.20 says that he is knocking at the door of your heart. If you would heed his voice, he would come and live on the inside of you. And that that's the condition, if you heed his voice. If you heed his voice, if you're not going to heed his voice, then you've just said a, a prayer and you're deceiving yourself into thinking you're going to live in the kingdom with him when you leave here and you're not it's only if you heed his voice. Do what he did. Say what he said. That's how you heed his voice. He's leading you into righteousness. And so make him your friend. Ask him to come and live on the inside of you. Make him your Lord. Make him your teacher. The Holy Spirit has come to be everything you need. Your counselor, your standby, everything that you need. So he's not asking us to be whiny Christians, he's asking us to be bold and to declare who he is by what we say and how we live and be sure of ourselves. And so let's pray. Jesus, we thank you that you would come and live on the inside of us. And for those of us who have not been heeding your voice, we're repenting of that. And we're asking you to help help make us strong and, and to be doing your word boldly. We thank you and praise you that we have time, that you've given us plenty of time to come and to get to know you and help us to practice that time with you so we know what you're thinking and we know what you're calling us to do to be ready. you and praise praising and give you all the glory in your name. You know, I, I just want to mention that if you're saying and doing what the Father is telling you to say and do and you're going out and you're doing that thing he asked you to do, You're going to be part of bringing in the lost. The harvest is plenty and the workers are few. And it starts with getting it right at home. Getting it right at home. Being with him. Living with him. Finding out what he thinks. Talking what he talks. Walking the walk he walks. And so that you can go out and teach others to do the same thing so that when they see you, they see the Father, they see Jesus. They don't even see you anymore. I was just thinking about one day that um, he asked me to speak for him, and um, I saw him in me. He showed me. And then I saw someone looking at me, and I knew she wasn't looking at me. She saw him in me. There's so much that we don't understand because we're so distracted, and we got to get on track. we got to be workers for Jesus. The harvest is plenty. There's so many lost people, and they're looking for a way to turn. And God is asking you to be a part of that. Won't you? Won't you do that for him? All right, so thanks so much for listening today, and God bless you. And get on, get on your knees, find out what you're supposed to do, and grow up. Grow up. Submit to him. Grow up. Thanks so much for listening. God bless you.